Listen, you smell something? Put that cookie down! Hello and welcome to the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. I'm Shane. I'm Josh. I'm Chanstar. We're filmmakers, we're fans, and we're fallen from grace this week. Oh. Yeah, I've, oh, I, I, like I, I did Angels? My, yes, like some, some antichrist. We're looking at the omen this week in the next installment of our spooktacular Halloween uh, franchise. We're starting a franchise, obviously. Yeah, we're Just doing a franchise about franchises. franchises. That's the new thing. It's metafiction. Ah. Uh, just like the, the new... There will be a new podcast coming on the network at some point soon that's a bit meta. Uh, it's on ne- that's not canonproductions.com. Are we plugging that not canon production at the start rather than the end? It Possibly, feels yes. So Two plugs. It's okay. And you know, you know what's also uh, <laughs> Red Curtain Hell. <laughs> no, 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 we're not. We're not doing that. We're looking at the omen this week, but True. as always, we start by asking, "What have you been watching?" And Chancellor, what have you been watching? Um, so I've uh, surprisingly had quite a productive week. I watched the second season of Glow all the way through. <laughs> I, I, I binged it. I had to. It was. Fantastic. Is have it? either like, of you watched season I have, one? I haven't yet? finished season one. I haven't yet. watched yeah, season one of it. Oh, come on. I was watching guys. with someone and then we were like Aww. on separate halves of the episode because they fell asleep. And so it's like, nah. uh, people falling asleep. They're the worst. What, what, what I really love about Glow is that each season so far has ended its story satisfyingly. And they could have ended after season one and I would have been happy. <laughs> and if they end after season two, I would be happy because that was a great <laughs> ending. But they haven't. There's a season three coming out, so I'm even more excited. Um, yeah, it, it's it's very. There's a whole Me Too episode that is very confronting. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, and, oh, and okay. it like just makes you hate a certain character so fucking much okay. all throughout the season. Oh wow! Because <laughs> uh, they're kind of like a weedy, annoying character. But like once that part happens, you're like, oh, you're fuck you. Oh no! And then at the end, you're <laughs> like, fuck you. But yeah, Gosh. really, really great stuff. Um, I love Glow. Glow is good. It's, um, it's, well, I also uh, watched the remake slash sequel to Vacation, National Lampoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, Have yeah. either of you watched it? <laughs> yeah, no, it. but is it good because it's the same directors as Game Night? I surprisingly really liked it. Uh, it's a I, fun I, one. I like it more than the original. I think the original has not aged well. I don't, no, I don't like Chevy Chase, really. And no. I didn't like him back before he was known to be a dick. Yeah. As a kid, I was just like, ugh. Yeah. It, it's weird, because like all of his jokes, in because Chevy Chase comes in it, because it's like about, five minutes, yeah. it's about Rusty Griswold, the son mm. of... Uh, Played by Ed Helms. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Which, by the way, that is great casting, because Ed Helms is kind of like a modern-day less annoying Chevy Chase. Yeah. Uh, so I reckon that was great casting on, on their half. Um, yeah, it, I found it much funnier than the original. And there are times where it, it, it's quite meta at times. And there are some times where they go to play the same joke as the original and then kind of make fun of how mm. bad that joke was. Because I don't know if you remember in the original how he pretty much is about to cheat on his wife his wife finds him and then she apologizes mm. to him. Oh. And that whole thing is <laughs> gone. Uh, in fact, the, the, the woman, it, it's that scene where they're looking across from the car and he like looks over and there's the hot chick. Driving, and she's like, yeah. And she's like yeah, oh, hey, I'm sexy. And he's like, ooh, ooh, I'm, I'm Chevy Chase. I'm fucking hot. In this one, she gets hit by a truck almost instantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, cool. That joke is not playing its course. Yeah, Fantastic. They, they've got it out of there. I think my one of my favorite gags from is when they're all fighting the other family. He gets the bag and fixes it. Yeah. The, <laughs> the bag comes back in the end. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah no, it, I, I honestly really liked it. I wouldn't say it's like one of my favorite comedies. The fact that it's a comedy remake made me really hesitant. But yeah, it actually it's, it's really quite, worked. It's kind of enjoyable, yeah. Yeah, it's surprising. Mm, weird. Um, I feel like I watched other things, but really, it's just the omen. Uh, Josh, what have you been watching? Oh, so what I've been watching, I watched Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Was this your first time? Yeah, it was my first time. Smart man, don't watch it in cinemas. Yeah, I'm... It's I'm, not worth it. No, it wasn't at all. I, I feel like J.A. being got the rough end of the stick here. Like, like what happened? This you know, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to blame... Like? The studio. No, no, <laughs> no. Everyone else no, is blaming the studio. I'm gonna, I'm I've, gonna blame him. Because when he doesn't have in, in like uh, interference, he comes up with the impossible. He comes yeah, you've up seen with the impossible, the orphanage. <laughs> you know, Jesus, like this. 
This film was like the definition of bland to me. Yeah. Like I yeah. had no excitement for seeing dinosaurs, even though they had my favorite dinosaur in it very briefly, the Allosaurus in a cage. And I was like, yeah, I, I, was like, I yes. really liked the inclusion of the Allosaurus. And then like, it disappeared. Uh, the plot is just rehashed again. This time it's not an Indominus Rex fighting in the original Rex. It's an original Raptor fighting the Indominus Indoraptor, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Called. Yeah. Uh, what was it called? The Indoraptor. Indoraptor. Fuck yeah. What does Indominus mean? Do we Indominus. Know? Uh, indomitable. Except like, I heard like it's the Indoraptor's wrong note because actually Indo like it's meant to be like India, so it's like something they fucked up the translation there. Oh wow! And it's just bad. But yeah, I found even like the aesthetics of the film was just bland. bland. Like the cinematography like the, the, the was bro- really bland. death was kind of pretty. I feel like that was his only like yeah his only say in the film because apparently he was like working on that a lot. And then that and the one shot of the girl where like it reaches out its claw and it's like. The silhouetted with the yeah, there, 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 are, stuff. there are a few shots where it's like, oh, that looks kind of yeah. Cool. They're, they're like the money shots, and then that's it, and everything else. Is <laughs> and planned. most of them were shown in the trailer. Yeah, yeah but like uh, the shot of the Indoraptor, and it was like all white around, and then it's lying down. I'm like, yeah, that's a nice shot. Yeah. Oh, you got a claw coming out. Oh, you're going like upside down through a window. Oh, I'm cool. scared. I'm going to run up into my bedroom and hide under the covers because that'll stop a dinosaur. Because she's a dumb clone. Hey, as, <laughs> as long as you do, as long as you have all of your appendages under the blanket, nothing can nothing hurt can you. touch you ever. No, it's uh, this movie just made me disappointed. What else have you been watching? <laughs> just just go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hate it. Uh, well. In better news, I watched Moon again. Oh, I rewatched Classic Trains Moon. It was a this a good time. My dad never hasn't seen it, so he watched it with me, and he fell asleep halfway through. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> Classic dad move. Um, Jobles ever. What happened, Duncan Jones? I hope you make another good movie. I haven't seen Mute yet, though. I, don't, I, I haven't really seen Mute either. Judge it, but uh, it I, seems... I see. I did not oh. hate it, and I read all the reviews online, and I was like, I, I can't disagree with most of these things. Mm. Uh, I I. I, Paul Rudd's character was apparently he's an asshole, like a really bad he's a real asshole, and then something else happens that makes him a good guy right before the yeah. end, before he gets killed. And it's less of him being a good guy; he's still like a complete terrible person. It's just someone else is far, 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 far worse, right. which I won't tell you because you guys, you know, should watch, watch the movie. Anyway, I watched that again. What have you been watching, Shane? Uh, I watched quite a lot um, outside Ooh, of our horror you. movies. Um, <laughs> I've binged pretty much everything but the final episode of The Dragon Prince, which is the new animated show oh, yeah. from the guy who is show running Avatar The Last Airbender, and cool. it's so up my alley. It's is not it related funny. to Avatar? No, no, no. It's okay, fantasy, cool. swords and sorcery, castles, dragons. Magic. No, that kind of magic. Yeah, yeah. Magic. Oh, so much magic. Well, not so much, but they're very clearly leading on to a heap of magic That's coming cool. into it. Yeah. Uh, it. It's so up my alley and it's brilliant and I love it. So it's great. <clears throat> um, I saw Mandy. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, you invited me to see it yeah. and I couldn't see it and I regret yeah. it because uh, like... Oh. It's... I, I wasn't quite prepared for how non-narrative film it was. It's yeah. very experimental with like a bare bones of a narrative and I had to kind of readjust myself about 20 minutes in... Uh, it's good aesthetically. It's really good. I don't know if it's exactly my kind of thing, but I can understand all the praise being heaped on it. And it's very bold, very, very bold filmmaking. There's like, you know how like people kind of with Red Curtain Hell, the scene where it's all like fucked up because she's on the drug. Yeah. They do an, a sequence similar and it's like even more pronounced and it runs for like three times as long. So they're very, it's a very confronting movie. So Mandy equals more than Red Curtain Hell. You heard it here, guys. Yes, (laughs) yes. Uh, But it's very good. I mean, there's a chainsaw fight. Yeah, no, I've heard about the chainsaw fight. That's what's got me in. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) Crazy Um, Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage is doing some really top-notch work. Um, So I saw Notting Hill for the first time ever. Oh, really? I'd seen bits and pieces, but I'd never seen it from beginning to end. God, that movie's good. Mm, yeah. Uh, it's a classic for a reason. The writing is so good. And that shot where it goes through all the seasons in like one go, yep. like, oh, that's insane. It's brilliant. Um, I watched Searching. Searching oh, yeah, is yeah. fucking Oh, okay, cool. Fucking on my list to watch. So good. So, so good. You have to go and see it because it uses the form perfectly. But even like every every choice that's made in it is done to help tell the story down to the casting is so good. I was so happy and I was so happy. I got to see that on a cinema too, because it just played weirdly. It played really well when essentially you're watching a desktop for an hour and 40 minutes. And again, fuck you, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was so good. Um, Wait, hold up. Recap me. Fuck you. What Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg beat the shit out of an Asian person. 
And, oh, okay, okay. And cool. so, and it's, oh, right, it's satisfying it's a, that yeah, at yeah. one point in time, Crazy Rich Asians and Searching were number one, number two, and, and yeah. his movie was like number thirty-two at the box. Yeah, the okay, cool. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So good context. Um, <laughs> and then I saw uh, the first episode of the new season of The Good Place. Oh, I've oh, watched it yet. I'm watching tonight. It's out. It, it, it came tonight. out last night. It's, it's. I mean, it's a good place. It's sad. I mean, good. I would have watched it, but guess what? I was watching last night. What? The Omen. The Omen. <laughs> um, and then I watched uh, Eighth Grade. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, oh. I got. Uh, I managed to see this. Wink, wink. Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. Oh, gotcha. um, well, technically, so uh, for any of our listeners who do want to access films that are only available on the US iTunes, all you got to do is buy a US iTunes gift card, which there are several websites that you do it, and then you have to have an account. Basically, make up a new US account, kind of like with Amazon. All right, you have mm. a US account, and then you just buy the movies there, and you can watch them. I'm assuming if you watch your movies on your computer, you can watch them there. And that's how I saw. I saw a movie like like several years ago called Fourth Man Out that way before yeah. it then yeah. dropped on Netflix like a month later. And I was like, son of a bitch, <laughs> fuck! Is um, it still on Netflix? Because I was meant to watch it, and then I didn't. Fourth Man Out. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's still, I believe it's like a quote unquote Netflix original one that Netflix oh, has really? just bought perpetual rights to because it's like a little indie. But eighth grade, uh, I understand the praise. It's a phenomenally well-made movie and it's a superbly acted movie the lead she's brilliant Elsie Fisher Fisher, she's brilliant but uh it's also a slice of life movie and I kind of wanted I'm not huge huge on slice of life I want more plot mechanics and driving and the movies are pretty much absent of that and I get that I get that that's the movie it's kind of like the Florida project it's one where I kind of want to connect to it more in parts but I know I don't just just because, um, but it's a very well-made movie, and I understand the praise. It's just not exactly my thing. But yes, so that's what I've been watching. Now, <laughs> on to the Georgie. <laughs> well, uh, it's I was a, actually uh, googling the lyrics to that song last night. It's actually night. so it's oh. the, it, it's, uh, it's the, called uh, Ave Satani. Ave Satani, which means Hail Satan. You know, Ave Maria, Hail yeah. Satan. So Ave Satani. Uh, uh, um, and, it, and it says, "We will eat the, uh, we will drink the blood, we'll eat the flesh, uh, yes. hail the Antichrist, hail Satan." There's another line there, and I he won an Oscar called. for it, right? And fucking deservedly, <laughs> deservedly so. Deservedly so. It's the best. Whoa, whoa, what was that fucking face? I will I destroy you. It's 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 notable and iconic, but it's also like outside of the context of the first one, it really always plays really ham-fistedly when it comes on to any other moment in the movie. Well, right four. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he wrote, and Jerry Goldsmith did the score for number two as well, and that's like, boy, 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 boy. It's this bouncy, galumphing thing, and it yeah. was so bizarre to me. But but the Omen franchise, we'll just look yeah. at it briefly as a whole, and then we're going to each individual movie. So the, the the demonic child... Scary Britain. children are scary. Well, this is like the ultimate, penultimate scary child. Children. He is uh, it was literally big, the Antichrist. It was a big thing in the 70s, though. Yeah, like, I mean, mm, the, 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 the... Children of the Dam, Children so of the Corn. 19, children of the so corn. the first Omen's 1976? 76, yes. yes. And 74, 75 was the... No, 75 was George, 74 was the Exorcist. So mm-hmm. the Exorcist yeah. was 1974, and then two years later came the Omen, because it was just, you know, the Exorcist was like the highest grossing movie ever. Um, and then this one came out and kicked off a franchise that's kind of never really found its feet. I it's do want to say, yeah. though, I feel like the Exorcist... Oh, we should have done the Exorcist and the Omen <laughs> franchise as a two-parter because yeah. the, the Exorcist franchise is equally as baffling, but I think more baffling just because of the two remakes, uh, the two prequels of it, mm. um, whereas we didn't get any great, crazy prequel with an insane... We just got a telly movie. <laughs> and great sequel books. Yes. Uh, no, I haven't read the books. Uh, that's the butt baby. The books to yeah, the, the Exorcist. Yeah. Uh, no, for the Omen. Oh, for the Omen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because there's because, a, uh, yeah. fifth and sixth. Yeah, because he was really angry how much they had to censor in number three, and so he, she has anal sex, and so she births a baby anally. Mm. As you do. <laughs> and it's actually Damien again. It's like, well, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, can I ask if either of you have a history with this series? I or do not. I, I had not one? seen any like, of it well, until yeah, you guys. Yeah, like a brief history. Like, mainly the first one. Like, I've watched a lot but not really the sequels too much you all suck so i watched this movie when i was i want to say 14 so i watched the first one because yeah. uh, 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 uh that was no it was 16 i was 16 when the first when the remake came out right 2016 2006 15. 2006 yeah so i was 15 um so i had i watched the first one when i was uh 15 uh, sorry 14 the year before the remake came out i adored the movie i thought it was so interesting it was terrifying to me for some reason mm-hmm. um 
Uh, and then I ended up, because uh, I think my parents really liked it. And then I ended up finding out that there were sequels. So I, I got the other two. I watched them. I adored the second one and the third one I didn't really remember. I did, like, for about three years, I watched them all yeah. constantly, um, except for the fourth one. The fourth one I had only ever watched once. And it was funny because when watching this series again, I went to IMDb. I was looking up trivia and stuff, as I sometimes do when I'm watching it on DVD. And, like, because I've had the same IMDb account for years, all of my IMDb ratings were still there <laughs> for these four, uh, for oh, these wow. five movies. Um I don't think they have changed. Oh, no, I think some of them have changed quite a bit because pretty much the first Omen was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, the first Omen was 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. The second Omen was 10 out of 10. I fucking <laughs> love that movie. Uh, oh, the third one, I think, is 6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. The fourth one is 1 out of 10. And then the remake came out the year later and it rebirthed my joy for the movies. Um, I hated the remake yeah. a lot mm-hmm. when I was younger. Um, and yeah, I think it's got like a 5 out of 10 mm-hmm. on my IMDb. I really loved this franchise growing up. Re- this was the first time I watched. I, I don't know. I, I and so I struggled because I hadn't. I hadn't seen any of this until mm-hmm. you guys were like ranting and ranting about the Omen and how amazing it was. And you're like, we have to do an episode. And we're like, okay, yeah. we'll do the horror one. So I have only ever watched these for the first time. Yeah. And I kind of really don't like parts of number one. I get like the suicide scene. For the time it came out, it's yep. very confronting, even mm. in, a, in a world. But see, you're in a world where two years prior, a girl shoved a crucifix up her vagina while possessed by a demon and saying, let Jesus fuck me. At this point, I'm not, I can't sort of argue, oh, well, you know, they hadn't seen anything like it before mm-hmm. this because they'd kind of seen more extreme things. And The Exorcist yeah. is one I can watch and understand more of its impact than I can the Omen. I'm kind of like so a slow burn franchise, but not even that. Like, yeah. there's, I mean, ultimately, oh, actually, no. I do the, the the first Omen has like the first beheading on 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 camera. Which yeah, the is glass, a fantastic like, glass. scene. It is yes. very good. Yes, um, but mm. other than that, it's not that much happens for me to understand why it kicked up such. A, mm. a huge following as opposed to the exorcist that I can not love, but watch and understand. Yeah. I don't know. It's really weird, but let's, let's talk about the omen one. So yes. to kick this Richard, Donner. Before Richard, Superman. Donner, Richard Donner. Richard Donner. Yeah. Uh, before Superman. Before Superman. Yeah. It was before, but only like the year before he literally mm. made the omen. And then next yeah, that's year why he made did a sequel. It's, it's, it's Superman sense, 77, you know. isn't it? 77 or 78. I think it's 77. They're very similar. Same year as the spirit. 77 was a very weird year for movies (laughs) because you had New York, New York, Suspiria and Superman, you know, like, Mm. okay. Um, So the the first one, thoughts on the first one? Oh, well, you liked it. I think it's obviously still the strongest out of um, four. I I think the effects stand up today like uh the beheading scene looks yeah, great i think yeah. i think um his head looks a bit weird the makeup the hanging the hanging, hanging looks good i was i was kind of watching it i'm like how did they do that they, i mean because she kind it's a person legitimately throwing themselves off body the harness hood. yeah mm. but that would still fucking crack your ribs because of the short stop it goes and then when people. the mum falls at the banister they just move the floor <laughs> yeah through a thread of heights yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, um, I, I like the fact that in the first one, it's not entirely... 78 is the original Superman, so it was only okay. like two years later. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't entirely clear as to whether the kid was self-aware. The kid That's was- what I like too, because the kid doesn't look too demonic, unlike the <laughs> remake where he looks like... We're a- not at the remake yet. <laughs> but, not, but not even that, like, the thing that really bugged me is I'm kind of trying to figure out the mechanics of the movie in that the kid is not causing these deaths. It's obviously... Satan. He's just a conduit yeah. for like all the stuff to happen. But like, if Satan has so much power over the dominion that is supposedly under the realm of God, what the fuck does he need an infant yeah. on the planet for? Why can't he just use send his, a, use his, his powers dogs. and birth a full grown man if he needs someone to operate in politics or some shit? Or B, why doesn't he just go and kill all the key people that then causes the political conflict he's seeking anyway? Like, I don't. Which quite- is pretty much what he does. Anyway, yeah, we, I'm kind of like I'm trying to figure out exactly what, how it all works, and I can't, I, I can't. It doesn't make sense when you mm. actually try and, and not just like in a, you know, some movies are like if you apply too much logic, yeah. ew, it, it gets flimsy. Like no logic applied, you have to suspend all logic to kind of buy into the premise of the movie. Mm. And I don't, I could. That's what I couldn't wrap my head around is that there was no, 
There's no real hero because for the first Absolutely. hour of the movie, no one is making decisions. There's just a couple of Incidents. incidences mm. where people die and, you know, the photographer is the most active character yeah. in the whole Absolutely. movie. It's, it's a really bizarre thing where, like, this side character is really the active protagonist until he gets beheaded. They do that in order movies. They're, they're, they're like switch around who you're focusing on until mm. the yeah, very but like when in a in a universe where Psycho exists, which is like the, <laughs> the, the epitome of switching protagonists. Yeah, yeah. You, you, like, and that was what sixteen years before mm-hmm. the Omen. You can't. It's not a to me. It's not a valid excuse for a movie. In but I don't know it. And they also made a really bad move, I think, in casting Gregory Peck in the lead because. This is Atticus Finch. Yeah. There is no world whatsoever in which Atticus Finch is going to stab a child 12 times or whatever the hell he needs to do in order to kill it. There is no universe. So I never at any point, and this is this would be true in 1976 as well, yeah. because, because to in Kill a Mockingbird was huge, Gregory Pick is and he massive, won the Oscar yeah. for To Kill a Mockingbird. So there's no way they you know, don't understand. Actually, he's like, he's like the, he's the Tom Hanks of that era. You know, a bit of behind the scenes, though, he chose the role because his son committed suicide before and he just wanted to play the torture father. Uh, and he, he wasn't there for his son. When yeah, he, he wasn't there for his son. Yeah. So he plays a guy who has and to kill was, his son. Yeah. It makes sense. It's a logical his career uh, progression. Was dwindling, but yeah. But there's no universe in which anyone would buy that. So there was no point during the movie where I was like, I, and even like I kind of knew of the ending because the ending shot mm. is pretty iconic. But I was like, he's not going to do it. He's never going to do it. There is no universe in which Gregory Peck stabs a child multiple times on camera. <laughs> I will say, because I watched it with my wife, my wife was watching it for the first time. Uh, she thought he was going to stab her. Stab the child, but she has no idea who Gregory Peck is and all yeah, that sort of thing. So yeah, casting Gregory Peck is such a big. It's a com- it's a competent performance, and he performs that moment well. But mm. in a meta level, there's no- it's like, um, and Searching did some very good version. Uh, I don't know how much of a spoiler that is, but uh, they did some very clever casting in some support in some minor supporting roles. Yeah, to create really mm. great red herrings. Um, and I think that's an important part of using it and it just to me i never bought it i was like he's not going to kill the child but most of the movie nothing happens until you know the last 20 minutes so i feel like stuff is happening but kind of in the background is one of the things that i really love that they set up in the first movie that never comes back in any other movie is the fact that the priest who comes to warn gregory peck about uh, Patrick Troughton, Doctor mm, Who, mm. Uh, who you kind of think, oh, okay, so this must is- must accept Christ and take his blood and flesh. So you think that, like, oh, maybe he's a good guy and stuff, but it specifically says that he was one of the followers of Satan. He was one of the ones who specifically did this, and yeah, he calls destiny yeah. doesn't oh, yeah. exist because at the end, he turns and he wants to help it. It's the end of his life. He's got cancer. He's about to die, so he decides to help them. And I love that idea that- Oh, that, but that, see, that to me- so is there like a legion of satanic priests? Well, no, it's well, people then. who were born into it. Because like in the third movie, you have fucking everyone. But becoming a priest isn't just like something you do. You don't go undercover as a priest. Like it takes some time to be like an ordained priest. So he's gone through that. Mm. So clearly mm. it's like this lifelong thing that he's committed to. So there's got to be like an arm. See, that to me is a more compelling story. Absolutely. And that's what I really that's wanted what- to see explored in the sequels. And I felt like I thought that's what happened in the second mm. one. The mm. idea Nearly, that the there is no such thing as destiny. Mm. Because even though he's born with this birthmark, so he's born. But all those predestined deaths happen. There's that's none true. of them that that's never true. happen. Because <laughs> of photos. Photos, but then no, no, the digital sensors pick it up as well. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird. It's I, when I'm watching, I'm like, I, I, it's such a weird premise because it's not really a plot-driven movie. Mm. It's just how scary is Satan turned to God, and that's what I've, I've kind of made a point of noting. This is that like watching all these movies and then watching mm. stuff like Elm Street, and yeah. stuff that we'll talk about later. There's sort of this icky sycophantic relationship to the catholic church that all these movies have yeah and they're all just like it's all church will save you mm. and there's no kind of exploration or it's of all that. like and catholic imagery scary frightening yeah like- yeah yeah it's made to kind of engineer a fear of 
God and the devil, I suppose. Mm. And it, I don't know, it just never sat with me and, and didn't affect me. And I wonder if that, but see, you didn't have a particularly religious gr- upbringing not at all. either. Neither. Like and I, I have like the hardcore religious yeah. upbringing <laughs> and I'm not even remotely affected by it. It's such a, it's a weird, it's, it's a weird premise to lay a movie on to mm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, Omen 2. <laughs> oh, oh, what about the remake? Oh, the re- oh sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the remake because the, the remake is basically a, a shot word for shot. Yeah, it, it's not for shot word. for shot. Except it's for word for word. Yeah, except for the first scene and the last uh, scene. Yeah, the last scene. The last scene is the exact Although they same. add a crane. Uh, oh, they also add a Pope dying. <laughs> Why'd the Pope die? What? I don't. What? At the end of the remake, uh, while you're at the funeral, it keeps on intercutting with this Pope guy dying who was at the start. I believe there was a concerted effort to make a sequel to it, and then it just never happened. You know it's the original writer as well? Yes. Yes, I do. You know why? Because it's the exact same fucking script. script. It's your script. Except sometimes they're like, digital. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I I did look that up because I was like, oh, he's credited. So I went through to see if he was still alive at the time. He's still alive now. In the commentary, the director, I think, states states that we were not for the first scene this remake would be pointless i'm like it is pointless. it is pointless why do you do it this, i have to say the one scene because of marketing like in the remake was the the construction of the first death with the explosion mm. i was like oh this feels a little more like like a final destination film yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> i liked that and i liked the way it was visually constructed i was like oh, okay cool they're gonna redo all the deaths but they're gonna do it really cool and no that was the <laughs> no. only interesting death so i'm and you know what because oh. do you know what this director did what um, I can't remember his name. Guy something, John something. Uh, he's the director of Die Hard Five. Oh. <laughs> so okay, I, was, I went in watching that, and I'm like, you know what? This is better than Die Hard Five. Uh, <laughs> not saying much. That's, that's true. That's true. But it was, and so I saw that sequence. I'm like, you know what? Second unit director. <laughs> <laughs> because that was the whole thing with Die Hard Five is that all of the best scenes were very clearly second unit. Right. Work. Okay. Mm. Um, but. I don't see much point in this remake other than to make it prettier. Uh, and the fact that it came out June 6th. Yeah, it was the marketing as well. 2006. Yeah, and it had the highest opening for a Tuesday of all time. I'm like, yeah, because you don't open movies on a Tuesday. No one opens movies. It's not hard to have the highest grossing Tuesday of all time yeah. when no movie comes out on a Tuesday. It's, yeah, it's, it, a, it's a film that has nothing to say. That's a remake of a film that's quite actually, passive. No, no, I will I will defend one choice that I thought was infinitely better because in the mm. first Omen, the creepy nanny, there is no parent on earth who would see that creepy nanny and go, yeah, take yeah, my yeah, child. Yeah, she's, she's like, oh, I'm going to go to the room. I'm like, in no. the remake, casting me a Farrow was fucking Absolutely. A, the only good choice And it's funny because they, they, they fucked it up by having such a creepy goddamn child. Yeah. Because yes, now I'm yes, like, okay, yeah. kid is evil, got it. But then it. you kind of brought the mother's dis- the detesting uh, of that's the son true. more. Mm. Yeah, Julia um, Stiles being didn't like, really mm. play in, But I thought Mia Farrow did a phenomenal job in that mm. movie. No, phenomenal. I, I was kind of like, oh shit, this is the Mia Farrow I'm missing because I saw her in, what is it, Be Kind Rewind. I was like, Ugh, you're not doing <laughs> anything here. Just, yeah. Um, I will defend one thing in the remake as well. The size of every room? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Rooms are big. Big, aren't they, guys? have huge offices in this universe. Yeah. Well window lit rooms. Is it agoraphobia where you're afraid of large spaces? Uh, Uh, Open spaces. Open spaces. Yeah, Yeah, it would suck to have that fear and go to that therapist because you'd be like, this is terrifying. I love how, like, you know, in the first, the original movie, like the conversation with the priest in the monastery is like in a brick, tiny brick monastery. It looks like a realistic monastery. And then in the remake, it's in this giant, twilight lit field of snow falling. Yeah. I'm like, you're taking an invalid sick person outdoors. He's clearly got horrible burns that you have yeah. not taken He's getting hyperfermia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The makeup on the burns. Agreed. That looked Pretty really good. great. Yeah. It was very good and very creepy. Yeah, like the eye that was all like yeah. fucked up. It was very Mason Verger. It, I liked that. Um, mm. Sorry, what were you saying? There? The death of the mum where she like puts a hand over her mouth and she puts she injects the air into oh. the um, blood. It was. Mm. I, I thought it was a good, better than just the creepy confronting shot and then they push yeah. out the window. 
but um, I thought it could, it was way overshot. Way oh no, overshot it was way overedited. Which but is the idea of it, and then just seeing Julia Stiles like freaking the fuck out. I love that because that's like one of my big fears. Is that it's a big fear. So and and just inevitable. seeing it slowly come in, and you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, John I really Moore, like sorry, that. is the director of ah, uh, good old John Moore. More, I, I kind of want John <laughs> less. That that makes sense. <laughs> why all of the rooms are more. Uh, extra it's, yeah that's it's what, that was what guy kind of said it's just the it's the original but everything is extra mm. like mm. just everything is it was all meant to be flashy it's 2006 look at it yeah uh, that being said leave schreiber totally expecting him to have a child i was like yeah no yeah I believe yeah that. no i'd buy yeah. that ray donovan would ray, totally ray donovan. Yeah, yeah, kill kill a child. Child. <laughs> even like the opening like where it's like the, the priests you know in the, in the original one there's this dodgy computer and that and it's maybe a telescope and the new one there's a giant telescope he goes to the vatican in this room full of like 50 priests and yeah. i'm like all of this is so unnecessary uh the um even the hospital he went to when the child was being born and like the first one was like oh little the hospital. This one's like, welcome to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. We have shiny white walls. That was the one thing I, I loved about so the shiny. original is that even yeah. though like I couldn't agree with the story, I thought there was every scene was very well decidedly shot in yeah. the hospital with the reflection of the priest. And that the, was great. Yes, the, that was in great. The, in the mm. mirror. Um, even the, one of my favorite scenes is when she tells the nanny, she's like, no, get him ready. And he's coming. Yeah, to the stairs, the stairs. And it's the stairs. And it's just this cut right across the 180 rule. And he frames the line of the banister right down the middle and then yep. opposite side. Mm-hmm. I was just like, that's just a really, you went and you had this scene between two people and you said, let's put one at the top of stairs, one at the bottom, and let's use this to frame it really mm, well and make excellent. an interesting point. I was like, oh, I love, that's the only thing I can really grab onto that I just adored about the original was mm-hmm. that it was so well shot. Yeah. picked their framing really well. Mm-hmm. But and the original is like John Moore doesn't do that. He, he over it's it's that yeah, MTV it's, it's. <laughs> commercial director aesthetic, yeah. which only very few people have managed to sort of you know, uh Gore Verbinski has come out of doing commercials All and right. become a very good uh visual filmmaker, but most of them kind of come out like John Moore. Um <laughs> actually I don't know if John Moore did commercials, but he seems like the kind who would have. It seems yeah. Uh, Omen 2? Damien. 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 Omen 2. But I have to actually, I have mm-hmm. to say, I rate the Omen remake probably along the lines of uh, not as good as the first one, but no worse than 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> That's uh, fair enough. <laughs> so Omen 2, so it's called Damien colon oh, Omen, Omen 2, two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. is the full. He's not with the president like it's meant to suggest at the end of number yeah. one. Yeah. So I, wait, I thought it was. The, so I, I so he was with the president, the president at the, the end president. of the movie. And was the president, because I noticed in the remake, it's specifically his godson. Yeah. Mm. Uh, in the original, was it his brother? Because he's with his brother in the rem- in the second movie. Oh, no. it's He's with his cousin. It, 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 the, it's no, Robert, no, no, Robert, I mean, the he's, dad. With, uh, he's with the dad's brother. Yeah, yeah. He's with so the is the dad's brother the president? No, no, the, it's just a, it's just, I thought, he was with the president yeah. and then he shifted to the brother because he's an ambassador. Okay, I guess, yeah, the, pres- I guess the president's like, I don't fucking do this shit. <laughs> Have you seen this fucking kid? Get out of here. <laughs> Bad shit keeps happening around him. Just let's get rid of him. Mm. Um, it's interesting with the Omen sequels because the Omen 2 is basically a rehash of Omen 1, but with a little bit more of a proactive protagonist. Yeah. yeah. And even Damien becomes more proactive. He actively he uses his powers and he has a journey. Stop every, a every character yeah. has a journey. Yeah. As opposed to the first one where it's like an hour of nothing and then 40 minutes where they're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Shit's gone down. It is funny though in with Damien number two to how like he doesn't, he goes on that really long run where he's like, no, I'm the Antichrist. And he goes, <laughs> runs to the ocean or whatever, or the See, lake. And then as soon as after that, he's like, I'm it. fine with See, this. See, that was, I remember when I was younger, when why? I saw that scene. Tell me why, why? Why me? That that mm. that scene was like this is what I'm talking about. It's like does destiny really exist? Because mm. you have this character who finds out he's the Antichrist, and he goes through this whole like mental thing. And I thought, wow, that's amazing, great movie. I watch it today, and I'm like, oh, and then he's evil. Yeah, <laughs> it like, literally it he cuts, has two it, minutes, yeah, and then he's yeah, pure evil. It, it cuts from that run, and he's like, why? But and also, sits to him sitting in bed, and like, also, hmm. it never asks, does destiny exist? Because in order for it to not exist, there is no way a human child can be birthed from a fucking jackal. Let's with be that honest. attitude. Yeah. <laughs> but to accept him as the to remember, just, he does have jackal DNA. Yeah, he's got yeah, jackal he's DNA, DNA that does nothing. Will, I wanted him to maybe have like weird. Uh, errant hairs or something like, like that or maybe eyes. occasionally bark yeah. at something <laughs> weird canine teeth uh, well as we mm. know jackals are not able to get sick from anything and <laughs> 
if they're in a room full of toxic gas, they're completely fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that how is... it works. But see, the, the whole Destiny thing, in order to accept the premise that he is the Antichrist, then that by by accepting that, you means mm. that Destiny is real. Yeah, no, that, 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 that's true. That's mm. true. And I honestly thought that that movie explored that. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> no. It is literally two minutes. Um, yeah. It's such. It's a. It's a much. What's interesting is that, and we'll talk about this in with Omen Three, but mm. like progressively the premise of each movie gets better and the execution gets exceedingly worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's much more visually bland. Still not terrible, but just not notable I, for yeah. anything. Um, one thing that really, like, shocked me in the uh, Damien the Omen 2 is that Americans have barbecues in the winter. Yeah. Like, they had, like, an outside barbecue yeah, going. Yeah, in the snow. Well, in the snow. And I was like, that's weird. Uh, oh, America, you're crazy. You're getting snow and ice on your meat. <laughs> yeah, and your, and, your, and your hot dogs and your snags. What's happening, America? Come on. Mm. It's it's kind of weird, though. How do how does this legion of Antichrist acolytes know who he is? Yeah, this is random. If apo- he doesn't know who it's he just is, random, how do they know This is random apostles showing up. He's like, I am your military instructor. Yeah, I'm I, played by Lance Henriksen. Yeah, Lance Henriksen's like, in this I was, movie. I was like, whoa. I forgot about I, I was amazed at that. I yeah. did not remember Lance. And this was like at the time where I loved Alien. I mm-hmm. loved Pumpkinhead. And Lance Henriksen rocked up. And I was like, oh shit, how did I, I not remember this? I need to see Pumpkinhead. I've never seen it. It's... it's, it's for next October. <laughs> okay. We'll do The Exorcist as well. Yeah, we'll do The <laughs> Exorcist, Pumpkinhead, all them. Uh, but I don't know. This movie just, I found, and the score, the fucking bouncing, galumphing score. It, it progressively also the score gets less and less. Like the score, like in the beginning where it's going back to that archaeologist guy boink, who like gets, boink, boink, yeah, boink, yeah boink, it's a bit more boink, war chanty and then goes boink, 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 boink. <laughs> It yeah. felt like a Danny Elfman thing is yeah. what it felt oh. like. Like a Danny Elfman score for a Tim Burton movie. No, that's what the fourth movie <laughs> that's what the was. The fourth <laughs> movie was like that as <laughs> done by someone on No, it literally was like a Molly TV movie and, score. Like I would yeah. hear it in the afternoon playing on TV as I bake a cake or something. Yeah, number four rehash scores from some happy movie, like a Hallmark movie and then just laid it on. And It had the most minor chords, which is to say like one. <laughs> um, yeah. But number two, I don't know. I just found it so unmemorable. And the ending was like just so. The ending was really anticlimactic. Like, all of them, all of them have like nothing happened, and in the last like ten minutes, everything happens. Mm-hmm. So much of like the it's third like, oh, act. We got to scramble. And I look, I can't honestly take that as a criticism because that is literally how Red Curtain Hell functions. <laughs> the last four minutes of the third act of the movie, but no, but the but, Omen progressively does this as well. The third movie doesn't. The third movie, yeah. it, it pretty much starts once he starts killing off all no, no, the children. No, no, like there's plot, but the actual third act of the movie hmm. happens in the last ten minutes. Okay, no, that, yeah, 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 I see that. It's really kind of, because uh, like the whole chase with the dogs and everything like yeah. that, I'm like, like, I did check the time and I'm like, shit, this movie has like, 15 minutes left. What the fuck? <laughs> this feels like the start of the third act, not, you know, near, the end yeah, of the third end act. Of the yeah. third act. Um, I will say the turncoat of the mum being evil. I didn't see that coming. Uh, I, I, like, I, no, I didn't. Huh? I saw uh, in watching, the second no, movie. No, no, because she, she stabs him because she doesn't want him to kill Damien, but he then kills her. I don't think she was evil. Oh, really? She, oh, she, yeah, that's right. She's blown up in the thing. She just gets, she, I know she's, she's, she's blown like, up Damien. No, she no, no. She, she does it to stop him dying because she's like a pure. She, she doesn't, doesn't want. Yeah. She doesn't want. She oh, was never evil. I Rich, thought Rich she is funny because it's like, well. I don't want you to kill that son, so I'm going to kill you. It's like, just restrain him. But then you get some fire anyway. Stupid characters. Stupid characters. Stupid characters. Really dumb. Stupid stuff. Um, um, never the, more apparent than when the guy falls underneath the ice and I'm like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh no we've got a, the ice, ice, got to get him out of the ice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see one of those mysterious deaths thwarted and then see what that, how that affects the mechanic. Like, I, I don't, I've been telling Destiny, you guys, man, I've been telling been you guys, I would kill to do a remake of the Omen, but then just like actually really hardcore, not make it like it has no relationship <laughs> to the Catholic Church whatsoever. So <laughs> then you're free to just kind of make some very valid criticisms about the Catholic church. But then I'd love to explore the mechanics of a, who's making all these mysterious deaths happen. And then B, how can Damien. It's either a Rottweiler or a bird. Yeah. It's either a Rottweiler or a bird. Mm -hmm. Um, In the second one, uh, the elevated death was a awesome, but B fucking stupid. Cause every (laughs) other time it's been like, Oh, someone knows something about Damien. So so that was a good day. How did anyone know about, he was like, Oh, I'm checking a thing. Okay. But they also use that elevator shot like six times in the span (laughs) of like (laughs) 10 seconds. It's the exact same shot repeated. They didn't get to a new part of the elevator shaft. It was a very well constructed death though. I will Mm. give it that. Mm. But 
but yeah. very stupid as to why it happened. Yeah, yeah, because he was investigating the blood. He, or something. But who knew that he was investigating? Yeah, the blood? Or, like, that was like, you know, Satan knows everything. Is command over the entire realms of Earth? So. Mm. What is he need Until we get to the fourth or? movie. Um, so third movie, we'll move on. <laughs> third, to movie, third movie, yes, yes. Omen 3. Oh, sorry, uh, the, final conflict, the Final Conflict. The Final Conflict, and then got renamed Omen 3, The Final Conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Sam, Sam Neill. Neil. Sam Neill. Fucking- Sam Neill. I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And again, same with number two. This has the most, like, it's it, immediately from the, you said, immediately from the setup, there is an army of priests hunting him down. Plus, he's hunting Jesus, hunting down all the babies, and this and that premise is set up like in the first ten minutes. It kicks it off instantly. It's a really active story. It's just executed so also. You're you're already from in position of power. He's ready. Like he's in where he's he's ready predicting where. But he's he's already like uh, that's the thing. He's like I've done a hundred days of power. I'm like, have you done that much in a hundred days? Are you or are we kind of making a comment about how useless politics is? Like (laughs) like Satan's like I'm gonna put my son into politics and oh. Shit, that was a dumb move. Also, Nothing this happened. movie um, reworks timeline a bit because I think it reworks uh, the first film into the fifties because it's yeah. like it's meant to be because still set this in is the specifically 80s. thirty years yeah. later. It was made six years after the first yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this like like Predator with like the weird future? No, it, it, it's specifically based in eighty two because 81. he goes yeah. uh, because he says I can only do two years in this position because mm. I'm running for office in eighty four. Mm. He uh, says that, and I was like, cool, got to hear. F- and then he's like, oh, is he 32? And I'm like, awesome, he's 32. That means he was born in 59 or whatever. So yeah. confusing. confusing. Oh, um, I don't, none of this movie. I mean, Sam Neill just hams it up. I feel like <laughs> Sam Neill was just kind of like, eh, I'll go for it. But this did, is very did, early Sam Neill. This is like well. one of his first American movies. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. This so, is only like, uh, like 10 years or so before Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like 12 years, yeah. It's, oh God, I couldn't, I just, I couldn't with this movie. I really couldn't. The one exception being the, the, the really cool, there was like one moment, one shot where they attach the camera to the swinging light in the TV studio as it goes and hits one of the priests. That was hilarious. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was kind of like, fuck, I should have done that in Red Curtain. (laughs) I should have swung the camera. That would have looked fucking badass. If you had watched The Omen 3 before Mm, making Red Curtain Hell, Red Curtain Hell would have been been a better I I don't know if Pat would have let us attach the red to a swinging rope and just Uh, throw it at Rita. (laughs) Pat, if you're listening, email us at picturerangers at gmail.com. Let us know if you'd let us connect your red to a to a swing to a swing we'll probably should gopro that shot oh yeah probably mm. actually that would have there's been no smart weight idea. to the gopro though you want you want the heaviness no, of no, the but red you, you attach it to a heavy thing but anyway <laughs> we digress yeah um i found this movie like it was just like legion of priests and they're all dispatched of really really easily i'm like in very funny ways could they not too. have had like random like like oh, sacred holy weapons kind of thing like in the nun how there's like holy ninjas like the, the, in the nun so that one of the this mysterious relic has like the actual blood of jesus christ in it yeah. and they they need to try and find it mm. to use it against him i'm like why couldn't we have like relics like like they, one has the daggers from from uh gideon 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 harman Guggenheim, the Guggenheim daggers (laughs) from the museum, but um, and then couldn't they have had like you know a mirror or something like some cool, like there is all this opportunity for mythology development, and then they don't want to do that because they're so sycophantically, Mm -hmm. they're slavishly uh, adherent to the actual Bible. Yeah, Mm. yeah, and I'm kind of like you have this cool opportunity to develop it, and then they don't. They just don't. I couldn't find anything. One Word. thing that I really learned that I think is pretty important in the final conflict, yeah. Omen 3, soybeans are evil. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole, the whole, yeah. Damien's whole plan revolves around soybeans. <laughs> like, uh, soybeans the two are fat guys are drinking wine and they're like, can I see, see the bottle of this? It's amazing what you can do with soybeans. And I was like, soybean wine, how mm. far will they go? <laughs> Oh god, I couldn't. I I mean, I legitimately couldn't find anything in this movie to really love, other than that one shot where I was like, "That's a cool idea." It was executed badly because it lasts for mm. all of like half a second in the movie. But I love the concept of killing all the first, uh, all the people who were born yeah. on that day, and the fact that his underling had a child. Yeah, and he's lying on that day. He's like, like shit. all the babies are dead except for your child. Fucking kill him! Mm. And I was like, "Oh shit, that's." And then he like runs home, just like ah, oh, I gotta. And stop that weird you. like burnt baby in the iron. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just yeah. um, you know. Oh, you know, what? good fucking- ideas never executed well. You know, what? Yeah. I fucking hated 
like the reporter's son who's just like, I'm evil now, baby into blood. Oh, are I'm you gonna, kidding? I'm that was gonna, the best part. It's I, it's so dumb. And he like licks his hand. He's like, get bathe me in the blood. And he's like, yeah, eh. ba- bathe him with the fox blood because like uh, yeah. your first hunt, you get but bathed in the but blood. It's human he's blood. Like, it means to me human blood. And the mm. kid's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and at the end, no, he literally licks his hand. And then at the end, the kid ends up getting stabbed instead of. Yeah, he just froze. Adrian. He just, he's just like, frozen. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Surprise, child shield. Yeah, child shield. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh. talk about how Damien is dispatched. Because they set up the mythology in both the previous movies about how it needs to, one dagger needs to kill the mortal body, and then the other like seven have to be spread out in a cross in order to kill the the, so eternal, the, the, the eternal spirit, soul, soul. spirit mm. or something. And in this one, he gets like nicked with the tip of a dagger, and then he like <laughs> collapses on an altar, and an angel looks at him, and it, it no, was, it's Jesus. Well, and I, like, I, no. I always assumed that that first dagger it hurts him. Jesus kills him. Oh, really? That's why I always assume no, when I was had the power. It's it's like it's, it's like the Wizard of Oz where the humans are the witch. You know, you've had the power <laughs> to go a lot. Well, kill. this is this is why the sequel novels like continue on because he's not actually dead. Like he's only meant to have the seven daggers. It still doesn't make sense. It, throughout the entire film, he's like, oh, this dagger could kill not me. Not if you include the canon of the fourth one. Uh, <laughs> should we just crash the Omen Four? Colon the reawakening. Dun, dun, dun. This movie is quantitatively. I cannot. Every the, worst the one decision of, on every level is yeah. executed. And this is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. This is mm-hmm. bottom five movies, if not number one of all time. It is so bad. I'm assuming so you both watched it alone. Yes, I watched mm-hmm. it with my wife. I had a great time. I don't know if she did. Oh my but god! Fuck. Me, that was hilarious. It's, so let's let's get first forty a, minutes off. It's a telly movie, yeah. and it was made a decade after Omen Three. Yeah, nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety one, to be exact. So my after birth. it, like after the it television movie. Yeah, well. so yeah. the Which it telly movie was a success, and yeah. they were like, "Let's do this with the Omen." Yeah. Uh, so it's rated PG this time. So none of the deaths <laughs> are pretty violent. Everyone just has heart attacks a lot. Uh, guy gets decapitated. It's no, just- no, he gets mushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mush, yeah. like mushed yeah. by a wrecking I'm ball. Like, no, no, no. The guy gets decapitated in the car. He's driving oh, out, yeah, and then yeah. a truck like backs out. But they they do it, and they don't like show. They it. don't show it. It's they, like they it, show you the just ball. see it's about to hit his head, and then you see the ball rolling. Yeah, along. ball rolling. All oh, right, right yeah, at yeah. the start. But other than that, everyone just has like a surprisingly large amount of heart attacks. Yeah, everyone yeah. just like clutches oh, their heart. Everyone, dramatically everyone has a high question. Why the fuck did that first priest die? So the priest rocks up. He's like, "All right, let's baptize the baby." Baptize the Thank baby. You. Most people die because, oh, we found something out about Damien. Or, hey, they have to uprise. Like, you fucking baptized me, heart attack. What? No. First of all, what was the fucking nun who just starts freaking out when the school children look at her because of the bell ringing? And she's like, ah! Oh! <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is and this? And the music movie? just wanted to say, like, how scary is this? But the oh, music, none like, of it was the music's scary. The music like, da 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 Oh, no. It, there's this one great bit where the music's like, bum ba da da ba bum ba da 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 bum ba da da <laughs> and I was like, oh no. And the fucking PI music in the bar I was talking oh about last God, night. Yes. Like, it was great. Could you message and me then, that? And then the live choir rendition <laughs> oh my God. of the Omen. Of, of Ave Satani. Where they walk out in like the dodgiest theatre makeup they, and they sing it at it, the it, private it looks, detective. It looks like a reject store mask. Like they just tracked it on. Yeah. No, they like, literally look like Tim Burns in Red Curtain Hell. <laughs> like dressed with the, with the, 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 the black eyes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then like bad dirty makeup and then like clothes that they just like ripped up and then like the holding the crosses on. Like, uh, and they're like, it was so... Uh, how do you make a movie this bad? Okay, you guys have been you talking about the like whole... bare minimum effort, we'll talk about it yeah. next mm. week, but bare minimum effort is like Elm Street remake. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. have to go out of your way to make a movie this bad. You yeah. actually have yeah, to exactly. actively work to make a movie as bad as... how could you be like, I'm, like, I'm happy with that? Like, Well, uh, the first director was fired. Yeah, uh, I remember. Someone, someone took, took over. Isn't some of these scenes instant in the movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, her scenes. So, uh, yeah. first director was a woman, got fired, replaced mm. by a man. That's why we're going to blame the movie. Ah, <laughs> um, yes. Men thinking they can do better jobs than women. Uh, so mm. Josh and I were talking about this last night. For the first, like, half of the movies, I was on that kid's side. Yeah, which you like, shouldn't be. Like, like this, this fucking red-headed bully kid smushes up a thing. Yeah, he right? starts hitting him like, like, fuck yeah. And then his parents are like, oh, your and kid's crazy. Witness, and I'm like, like yeah. oh, no, the Jehovah's Witness <laughs> was the best fucking scene ever. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Sca- scaring off Jehovah's Witnesses. 
Um, uh, uh, okay, so uh, this is what, because uh, Chanel was very Christian growing up. Um, she went to a Christian school and everything. In Christian eyes, anything that's not Christianity is Satan. Yeah. So healing crystals, yeah. psychics, all Satan. So why funny. the fuck were all the healing crystal Again. psychic people so, they were like, oh, all the healing crystals were turning black because of her black soul. And when she's walking past in the fed, they're like, <gasps> yeah, oh my God. And the guy's like, Oh, I, I don't know if it's an aura. It looks really muddy. It's like it's so like, muddy. I, it's I gotta like, it's go. Like a, it's like a blotchy canvas with like red and yeah. so much red and black. But also, and, and then the, she, psychic she's, fairs are these a thing? I feel like they are. <laughs> there was a psychic fair, and gypsies. then there was just like one guy selling like dragon statues. He's like, here you go. This is psychic. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck. Yeah. But then the fucking uh, good person who straight up like when they got a new nanny, I was like, oh, new nanny. She's evil. I was mm. surprised that she wasn't evil. I was like, oh, she's a good nanny. But then she like grabs the fucking girl yeah, to sneaky photo. get a photo of yeah. her aura. <laughs> oh my god! Like, get in the photo, and she's like, "No!" And she's like, "Get and runs away." Yeah, take your fucking aura photo. See, the thing, this is why you shouldn't be on the Antichrist side in this movie. But I was, especially because yeah. I see, she's not the Antichrist. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's got so, the element of him, and she needs to transfer she, that. She's got his fears, you know, man, because women are yeah, good women enough to be, be the evil. Antichrist. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. What is it? The Bible. The is, Bible isn't wasn't written sexist. Uh, the anti man, not at anyone. all. It's man. not at all. Man, sexist. He's no. like man who could mean, mean yeah. woman too. <laughs> yeah, mankind oh, can mean womankind as well. It was amazing. It's, oh, it's quantitatively the worst thing. I, I'm so angry that you guys were so enthusiastic about the Omen franchise, and then I had to, by virtue of that, I watch the Omen four. Oh, you so are bad. welcome. <laughs> so it's, so it's, it's, bad. It's but it also shit. makes me feel really good that I'm like, you know what? My worst movie is better than that. We've all made better movies. Yeah, we've all made better movies than yeah. the Omen 4. But our worst movies, collectively, are better than the <laughs> Omen 4. Uh, so does this franchise have a future? Well, well they, tr- they tried. They tried. With, with uh, TV well, shows and stuff. Yeah, there's a, there's a 2016 TV show called Damien, mm. which is about... Uh, I'm because it was, Is that like Damien the Lost Years? Oh, no, no, no. It's literally, it's, isn't it literally like a sequel to only the first movie? Uh, yeah, it's because a sequel it only back to the first one. To the movie. But it's it's kind of confusing because it's called Damien and everyone says that it's a it's a remake of the second movie because it's specifically about the thing that I loved the fact that Damien's trying to come to terms with the fact that he's the Antichrist. There's ten episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I've read a lot of good stuff about it. I genuinely really want to see this TV show. Yeah, but he's thirty three. Well, the actor, he, or the yeah, child? He's, he's, yeah, the actor because there <laughs> is no child. Because I'm like, all right, who plays Damien in this? remake of the omen 2 when he was 12 a 33 year old oh bradley james plays him oh that's yeah. cool so king arthur for, so so prince arthur from merlin oh, oh yeah from the t- merlin tv show so yeah I, th- I think that and i think i think i haven't seen it it sounds like it explores those themes that i was really interested i think in. it, what it, i heard it actually flashes back to the first one a lot and it says it took place in the 90s i'm like oh oh i, I want to remake this and, and i want to remake it like in, and I've, I've developed one of like the final deaths, and it's really, really fucked up. Mm. <laughs> Just I'll pitch it to you outside of it, but yeah, yes. I reckon they could. This is a franchise that could absolutely be remade and mm. made good because the original is not as I think there's nostalgia value that yeah. people have that attach to it, but technically, I don't think it's as good. Narratively, it's nowhere near as good. Well, then I think you know what your next film fixes episode is. The Omen remake. Yeah. Yes. Do it. <laughs> uh, you also told me the idea of like how like these priests... Oh, so, so tr- I, I wanted to grab onto the idea of there being this demonic, this army of priests who are secretly like devil worshippers. Mm. Um, and I just wanted to latch onto the idea that maybe they're not like secretly, maybe it's like they're like hardcore priests who think that God is not letting them you know, take women, subjugate women and minorities, and so they turn to the devil for the power to do so. And I reckon that's a great concept. Don't make it as an omen movie. Just make it as an Antichrist film. Yes. Well, that's that's on the list. It's on the. I was yeah, no. generally consider it. You've heard yeah, your first copyright. 20, <laughs> 2018. Shane Anderson. Um, I I do think. Uh, what was that? The the TV show. Uh, sorry, the the Netflix movie starring Little Little Evil. Little Evil. Yeah. I I think that was I think a, Little that was Evil. A fun movie. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah. Probably the best Omen movie. <laughs> Since original, yeah. Uh, so top five. We're going to end this one. Uh, top yep. five lines of dialogue from the Omen. 
I'll go first because I could not find five. Oh, Neither. Because I, I feel like you're both. I have three and one of them's ironic. I have two. Uh, actually, two of them are ironic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> first one, if, number five, I guess, is from uh, The Omen 4 Reawakening. <laughs> and it's just my annual pap smear. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. I was just like, what kind of a fucking line is that? In the middle, like no woman talks about her pap smear that enthusiastically. Yeah. Ever. Absolutely, like, ever. man. He's like, you got a little scratch. Let me clean it. He's like, this is from the annual pap smear. Yeah, yeah. The, the, um, uh, Chanel and I died when, like, she, <laughs> she, she the holds scratch. the baby. It somehow scratches her face. And then it's like, doctor coming through. Hello. <laughs> 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 we fucking died at that point. Uh, uh, my like, number three, because there's no number four, is... No! Oh. That Patrick Troughton yells up at the giant spear instead of running out of the way of it. Oh, um, can I say... That special effect lives up to today oh, yeah. compared to the Some original. Of, I can, oh, I can. The, the original where, like, it's this obvious CGI thing that goes through CGI glass, which then goes through what CGI. What original? Uh, the, the, the priest's death. The original one is good or not good? Yeah, no, the, the original is so much better than the remake. The original oh, is, okay. the, the remake is so obviously CGI, it was yeah. annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. it also goes through a pane of glass that's there. <laughs> Just for no reason, so that it can like be extra. It's it's, it's, it's like extra, it's extra. Extra. impaled by a spear. He gets impaled by a spear and shards of glass. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, and uh, but I thought I was just like, why doesn't Patrick Troughton? Just get out of the way. Stand under the eaves of the door and you're good because you're technically on holy ground. But no, whatever. He's got cancer. He's going to die. He's the devil worshiper anyway. Fuck him. <laughs> um, and then my number one is actually what I thought was a brilliantly witty line from the final conflict, Omen 3. Mm-hmm. It's where Damien asks her, he says, you're not a practicing Christian? She goes, no, I'm a practicing journalist. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I did actually good, like that. I pissed myself laughing. I was like, that was like the first great moment. But yeah, that's all my lines. Josh. Oh, look, I only have like two. I may include the last one now because I just remember that one. Like, yeah, that's that, that actually a, really a generally good line. Good line. Um, the other one is just because like, I think it's more of the iconic moment of it all. It says, look at me, Damien, it's all for you. Yeah. It says, yeah. Like, that's- I contemplated putting that on there mm. and then I was like... Mm. And the other one, because it says it's from the Book of Revelation, but it's actually the original from like... This just hit the guy who wrote the film wrote it. Like it's not actually from, <laughs> it's like from from the eternal sea he rises, creating armies on either shore, turning men against his brother till man exists no more. I think that's pretty cool. The eternal sea is politics. Yes. Uh, yeah. I was like, when they said that, I was like, oh, did mm. you pull something making a stretch like that? Yeah, exactly. Like, really? Anyway, chance to you go. So I have line. five because oh, uh, like like all of my horror series weeks, my top five, it's not going to be an actual top five. It is the best one from each movie. Okay. So are you going to uh, do that on Halloween when there are 11 movies? I'm going to have uh, honorable, mentions. <laughs> honorable mentions for once. Yeah. Uh, so my number five is from The Omen 666, which is the remake. Yeah. It's Michael Gambon when he goes, Harry, did you put the name in the goblet of fire? Great part of the movie. <laughs> Great. Did you put your name <laughs> in the goblet of fire? Because seriously. Of course he's lying. Remember the, the uh, what do you call it? Guggenheim in the first movie was like, oh, you know. Megado. I, I, I'm a guy. Uh, you know, I'm an exorcist. I'm not crazy. Whereas fucking Michael Gambon was full Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. And this is like, what? No, I got, I got some, I got some daggers. He, wants some daggers. Well, he, he just started playing Dumbledore. So he's yeah. Getting into it. Like as soon as I saw it and he runs up to leave Schreiber, I was like, <laughs> did you put your name in the, in the goblet of fire? Leave Schreiber, did you put your name in the Antichrist? <laughs> um, so my number four is from the Omen four. It's <laughs> the Bible wasn't written to be sexist. <laughs> Mankind could mean womankind too. <laughs> that line slayed me. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, number three is from The Omen 3. Oh, wow. This is... <laughs> I didn't realize I did this, but it is 54321. Uh, right. Three is from The Omen 3. It is love is pain, death is pain, beauty is pain, anal thrust. Sex. <laughs> Just straight up butt sex. Love it. Uh, number two. Don't we all. <laughs> uh, Omen 2. Uh, so number two is when he runs out and he's like, why me? Cause I genuinely love that idea of that story being told. And I cut, swear cut to, to God, him in his room. Yeah. Cut to him in his room, pure evil, but <laughs> still, I swear I remember it being better. And then my number one is from the omen, which mm. is it's all for you, Damien. Yeah. It's hanging. all for you. Cause yeah, I, I, that bit still kind of like, Ooh, yeah, but, yeah. rough. It's, yeah. Cause yeah. she like, she spots, looks at a dog, the dog and, and, the, dog and, and then the music, she's like, it's like, 
That wraps up our Omen, a franchise episode. If you like this, we've got some awesome ones coming up still. We've st- we're looking at Elm Street. Yep. And then after Elm Street, we're looking at Halloween, including the new one coming out. <sighs> so Somehow we're going to make the timing of that work yeah. out. It may come out the first week after Halloween because the release date here in Australia is a bit dodgy, but we'll figure that one yeah, out. Yeah, we'll, we'll pirate it or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you shouldn't pirate? Red Curtain Hell, available on Vimeo On Demand. That's vimeo.com slash on demand slash Red Curtain Hell. Use the code Pitcher Rangers to get 20% off your rental or purchase. Your law of averages working is not working here because quantitatively I have not sold a single thing. Law of averages means you never stop. If you have infinity, the average is infinity. <laughs> oh, right. Fair enough. Um, if you like this, you can follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Picture Rangers. We're on Facebook at the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. And email us if you have some questions, if you have some thoughts and opinions or reviews. of You should watch Omen 4 and tell us how much you hate oh. it because mm-hmm. it is terrible. I want to no. hear the most creative takedown of that movie and we will read it on the air. We will. Shane was saying to me when we were walking up to the studio today that how is this film not on more... Best, best of, of the, the worst because yeah. it's genuinely up there with like the room i think yeah um and you can email us at motionpicturerangers at gmail.com and you can find me on twitter at shane m underscore anderson and i'm on letterbox shane anderson mm. you can find me on twitter that's sundance katie or caps and letterbox at joshua grig Find me on Instagram at the Chancellor, and I've also got a letterbox account, but I don't know my name. I'm going to say it's the Chancellor as well. Might just be Chancellor. Well, find listen, out. You can listen to this and many other great podcasts at that's not canonproductions.com. Thank you very much for listening. We've been the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers, and we'll see you again next spooky week. Oh, next spooky week. Shit me. Oh, fuck.